What is going on, guys? Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to my podcast. I really appreciate this. This is Jim Timit, and I'm your host, Dominic Taylor. Um, Each episode, we've grown a little bit more, and the support has been awesome. I really do appreciate it. If you, after listening to last week's episode, tried to build a new habit or tried to break an old habit, I would love to hear like how that's going for you. If anything from the episode helped at all, you could shoot me a message on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is Mad Titans Fitness or Mad Titans Fit. Sorry, um, I would love to hear how that's going. Uh, yeah, so last week we we covered. Um, building habits the week before that we talked about getting started today we'll be going over the hierarchy of needs uh, for weight loss all right so it is important to understand that every part of the pyramid is important all right it's not that i'm building this pyramid because oh you don't actually have to do this if you're doing this part of the pyramid or like this is not as important as this part of the pyramid or more important than this part of the pyramid The reasons why I'm picking where on the pyramid uh, to put certain things is going to be because some things are more necessary than others. Um, Some parts of the pyramid are just going to give you more bang for your buck. Uh, Some parts of the pyramid are going to be easier to implement and that all these things are going to kind of um, contribute to why I feel like it belongs where it does on the hierarchy of needs. I've talked to a couple of my coworkers about like what their thoughts on like what the hierarchy of needs for weight loss would be. I've got varying uh, answers. Um, so if you are listening to this and at the end you're like, nah, I got a different idea for the hierarchy of needs or like I can make this argument for this, I would love to hear it. Honestly, I would like to hear like why you think like it should be um, one way or if you have questions on why I would prioritize this part of the pyramid over uh, another part shoot me a message. I, w- I would love to hear like um, your, your ideas. But once again, every part of the pyramid is important in its own right. All right, so this isn't necessarily a rung on the pyramid, but the first thing that I do want to talk about is consistency, okay? Think of consistency as running along the side of the pyramid. You're needing, you need consistency in every one of these parts, all right? Just because something is the most scientifically backed and optimal way to 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 lose weight if you can't execute it then it's really no good for you all right or no good to you it's if you can't do it then it's it's not really optimal for you you know so what you can do consistently consistently is going to be largely important like i always say make sure that you are working with yourself and not against yourself uh, you want to be consistently doing uh, something that is above the minimum minimum effort required for you to see results. So meaning like if you are just doing something consistently but it's not yielding results, that's still not really that useful for you. But you also want to be make sure that you are doing something um, less than uh, the minimum or the the, dimin- the point of diminishing returns. Sorry, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, yeah, so you want to be doing something that shows results, but not doing something um, more than you need to. All right, so let's get into the first rung of the pyramid. The first rung we've got is a calorie deficit, all right? So a calorie deficit is actually the only thing that's really required for you to lose weight. Um, that's that is pretty oversimplified. I'm not going to lie to you. And I want you to understand that I'm talking specifically about a calorie deficit. I'm not talking about uh, nutrition as a whole. 
Um, and that's because I think nutrition actually should get its own pyramid because there's parts of nutrition that's going to be easier to focus on at the beginning, um, parts that are going to be like um, easier to prioritize um, or get more bang for your buck, like, like just like with this pyramid. Um, and some of those parts of the, of the nutrition pyramid, I wouldn't say go at the very bottom rung for weight loss, okay? So, um, like I said, a calorie deficit is required for weight loss. Um, but what is a calorie in the first place? A calorie is a unit of measurement used for energy, all right? So every day you're using energy. Um, just existing uses energy. You going outside to play basketball uses energy. Going to the gym uses energy. Going to uh, work uses energy. Um, so the amount of energy that you burn in, or you use in a day is your total daily energy ex expenditure. All right, so your TDEE. You also take in energy like by, by eating. So food has energy. We consume food to restore our energy, right? If you were to eat the same amount of uh, calories as you were burning in a day, so consuming the same amount of energy as you're putting out, you're going to maintain the same weight that you're at, all right? Now, if let's say the next day, um, or maybe not, we're not gonna use the example of like three days or anything like that because I don't want it to sound like too simplified, um, but let's say that you're consistently eating more calories a day than your body burns some of those extra calories are gonna be discarded, um, but some of those uh, extra calories are gonna be stored for future dates in case you, um, you eat less calories than your body's burning. So if you're eating more calories than your body burns, it's going to be stored um, and it can be stored as body fat. Now, if you're eating less calories than your body's burning, you're going to be using some of those those energy stores that you already have, right? And that's what leads to weight loss. And that's why a calorie deficit is is required in order for you to lose weight. So you could say, oh, but Jim from the office, he said he lost weight by doing keto and he didn't have to count his calories. Counting calories and being in a calorie deficit are not the same thing. Um, you can be in a calorie deficit without counting your calories and you can have an easier time of being in a calorie deficit by tracking your calories. It really comes down to personal preference. What what I think there's three rules when it comes to, uh, to weight loss nutrition is you want it to be enjoyable. You want it to be um, uh, allowing you to eat the right amount of calories that you need to be, and it needs to be something sustainable, right? So those are the three things that are we're gonna focus on right now for, for at least for right now with nutrition and weight loss. All right. Um, so the next part of the pyramid, one rung up from calorie deficit, is going to be resistance training. And there are a couple reasons why I think that resistance training is so important. I, of all the people that I've sat down with who want to lose weight, um, I think everybody has a little bit in them that they feel like I want to look a little bit better, right? You could come to me and like, it could be like health goals and whatnot. Like you could be wanting to maybe like be able to lift your kid up and like, uh, and put the star on top of the tree, or maybe you want to be able to play with your grandkids. Like those are all fantastic reasons, um, to want to lose weight. And I'm not like discrediting the, the people that like have purely like health, uh, goals. But I think that most people 
want to also look a little bit better. And that's how resistance training is going to help you get that look that you're looking for. So you might have used the words in the past, um, like toning up, or you want a little bit more definition, um, you know, something to look nice on the beach. <laughs> and that look is going, like, if you don't have muscle um, and you lose weight and you're just now low body fat percentage and you're low muscle percentage, like, you're not going to have that that toned or uh, defined look that you're looking for. Um, I think another reason that uh, resistance training is so great for weight loss is I feel really good when I um, am able to hit like a new PR in the gym, right? It's it's a great um, motivation for me. And if you're just getting into the gym, you're going to be breaking PRs like left and right. It's going to be pretty close, not necessarily like instant gratification, but it's going to be a lot quicker to see that uh, result than like um, results on the scale. Um, yeah, like I, I honestly couldn't tell you when the last time I broke like a, a dumbbell lateral raise like PR or like a bicep curl PR, like every like once in a while, maybe like PR in like squat or something or, or or deadlift but like yeah as a beginner you're going to be breaking those things like left and right it's it's great to see that kind of like progress um it's motivating so those are two reasons for resistance training right there um as uh, aesthetics as well as like uh, morale <clears throat> and then another reason that resistance training is going to be like really beneficial for you is that putting on more muscle will actually allow you to burn more calories at rest. So say there's two versions of you. Um, you right now, you have more muscle than uh, version two of you. If you guys were to do the same exact amount of things in the day and like literally all the same day tasks, you would burn more calories just existing with more muscle mass. Another um, reason like for uh, resistance training and this might be someone like who already has like a little bit of um, uh, some gains in the gym like they have a little bit more like experience under their belt you if they if you're trying to lose weight and you've got some experience you've got some strength you've got um, some muscle definition continuing continuing to do resistance training is going to be important to maintain that level or maintain that level or close to that level of strength and um, muscle mass that you have because you will lose some uh, some muscle as you lose weight that's just it's normal it's um, part of life it sucks we all hate it but this is a one way that you can mitigate that all right so one rung up from uh, resistance training we've got low intensity steady state cardio or LIS. so when I'm talking about lists, I'm not talking about like going for a jog or anything like that. I'm talking about like literally like just anything that allows you to like um, move more throughout the day. My favorite form of list is going to be walking. Um, so aside from just uh, your um, your height, your weight, you, how much muscle you have, uh, and like your your sex. The second biggest contributor to the amount of calories that you're burning in a day is going to be non-energy or non-exercise activity time, right? So getting in more movement is going to contribute more to how many calories you burn in a day than your, uh, your workout will, is what I'm saying here. So you can definitely add in more walking 
uh, throughout the day. Like even if you add in like a 10, 15 minute walk, or if you start parking your car a little bit further when you go to the store to work, so you have to walk a little bit more, going up and down the stairs on your lunch break um, at the office, uh, or walking around the building, like those are all fantastic ways to get your movement up for the day. Um, and again, I think it's it's a great uh, it's it's so important for weight loss because it's so easily implemented. One of the beauties of like going for walks is the fact that you can add in um, more like steps for the day or going for a walk and it's not going to be super taxing on your like nervous system. You're not going to need more recovery from it. You can really add as much more like um, uh, low intensity steady state cardio as you want, like as time permits for you without really feeling like the repercussions of like, say if you added another day of, of resistance training, that would require more recovery. Which actually brings us to our next rung um, on the, the uh, pyramid. So, so far we've got being in a calorie deficit is uh, the bottom. Right up from there is resistance training. From there we got low intensity steady state cardio. Uh, next we've got recovery. So recovery is super important for me um, because it's gonna help you with adherence. And if you can adhere to the program better, uh, you're gonna get longer lasting results and better results. Um, as well. So recovery is going to be things like sleep, both um, uh, length of sweet sleep and quality of sleep. If you can like work on like that, you're going to, you're going to see like lots of benefit, like with energy. It can help with, um, with uh, meal timing as well. Next, uh, another way that you can uh, recover a little bit better is stress management. All right. People kind of undervalue, like yeah, they, I think people downplay the effects of stress on um, our physical health. Your stress can literally cause like disruptions with like gut health, right? Um, so being able to like manage stress better, like maybe this means going to therapy, maybe this means like putting yourself in lower stress um, uh, environments can really aid to like weight loss and better health overall. It could be things like stretching, which is gonna help reduce soreness. It's gonna help um, uh, with recovery time and being able to go work out more, right? And that's really what we're looking for. We wanna be able to train more or train more efficiently or train with a better, like more intensity or with better energy. My uh, director at my gym recently uh, gave a great example of, or like an analogy for recovery. So say you've got a barrel, right? And the barrel represents your, your training capacity, like how much you can train, how much stress you can put on your body. Like it's not going to be very often that you're going to fill up the entire barrel. But as you put in more stressors, whether that's working out, whether that's working more or um whatever it is like that's going to be like taxing your body or your mental health um what's going to be a lot easier than getting a bigger bucket would be or a bigger barrel i should say would be relieve some of the uh stressors already in that barrel like you can add like a spigot on <laughs> a spigot onto the barrel like i love that word so much spigot and beveled bezel beveled I don't really remember. It's whatever, like, the top of the can, like, fits nicely on another can. Like, I don't know. Those words sound great to me. Another one of my favorites is zealot. If you hear me say zealot on the podcast, just know I'm having a great day. But back on topic, yeah, so that recovery is going to be the spigot for the barrel to relieve some of that stress and allow you to um, to, to train um, 
more. All right, so the next and the final part of the weight loss pyramid for me, and again, you can come up with your own conclusions, shoot me uh, um, a message if you feel like I forgot something, but the next one we got on our list is going to be HIT. All right, so high intensity interval training. And when I say high intensity interval training, I mean high intensity interval training. A plank is not a hit movement. A wall sit is not a hit movement. You can't do that at high intensities because you're not bringing your heart rate any closer to your heart rate, your max heart rate. Um, your hit movements are going to be things that are going to um, challenge your heart rate. It's going to be things that like sprinting, it's going to be like jump roping or like um, or the row machine is going to like at certain intensities is going to help you get to that uh, heart rate max. One of the great things about HIIT training is it's going to burn a lot of calories and it burns um, compared to uh, regular cardio. So like jogging or like walking, you're, if you were to do a HIIT training for uh, the same length of time, you're going to actually burn more calories afterwards. But um, I think it's very important to say with HIIT training that it is very taxing on uh, your body, right? It's taxing on your body. And if you saw my recent post on Instagram, I was talking about how um, willpower is a muscle. And I think that the amount of willpower that it takes for you to do five days of HIIT training, if you were to apply that willpower to other, like any of the other um, uh, areas that we talked about today, or even really like any area of life, like <laughs> I really think that you would get a lot more out of it than doing five days a week of HIIT training. I do definitely think that there's other things that you could uh, put that effort towards first before putting your effort towards this. Um, it's going to also uh, increase or help improve your anaerobic capacity. So if your goal is weight loss because you're an athlete that does an anaerobic uh, sport, like something like sprinting, um, that is going to be uh, a benefit that you'll get out of HIIT training. All right, so those uh that completes today's episode on the hierarchy of needs for weight loss. Um, I hope that you found this helpful. Again, uh, the pyramid goes calorie deficit, then resistance training. From there, you've got low intensity, steady state cardio or walking, recovery, and at the top of the pyramid, you got HIIT training. Thank you again so much for taking time out of your day to sit down and listen to me talk and ramble about my favorite words and my favorite subject, which is uh, fitness. Uh, I hope that this has provided some cl uh, quality content. Um, and yeah, you uh, are listening to Gym Timit. I am Dominic Taylor, and I will see you guys next week. <laughs>